Ugh, I just feel like my brain is so slow today. Same. <laughs> so with that, hello, everyone. Good morning. <laughs> we are, it is morning time. It is no caffeineville and we are powering through. We're going to do this today, guys. We, we have a fun little episode. Uh, we got the idea uh, somewhere of like, Going talking about things that we've like saved on Instagram. I think we come across a lot of like really cool stuff that we like send each other or we'll like save it for later. Um, but then we thought, like, why don't we expand that out? Because there's so much cool content just in general out in the internet space, whether that's like, um, you know, on TikTok or Instagram or if it's on Netflix or just like things that we're we're suddenly very interested in and have doing have been doing a lot of Googling about um we we are testing it out if we like it we like how this goes we might make it um a monthly thing just to kind of like clue you guys into i don't know things that things that were we find interesting what's new and what's yeah, hot or what's old and new to us <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're 30 yeah <laughs> almost <laughs> so we're here as a service to you <laughs> Do you, do, are you feeling bold? Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Oh, I, I can okay. go first. Um, I think what's cool about this is that ours are probably going to be so different. And mine in the last month, like if we're just talking about kind of the last month's worth of what we're saving, mine is very like directed towards my business. Uh-huh. Um, but with that being said, so like obviously I'm saving a ton of macrame stuff and like just different knots and tutorials and whatever. But with that being said, like what's coming across my feed a lot more now is just like these women owned businesses. Oh, interesting. And that has been like really fun for me to watch like what other people are doing and what's working for them and like watching kind of the evolution of people that just like continually come through my reels even if I'm not following them I just see like a lot of similar mm-hmm. faces or familiar faces um but kind of watching the evolution of them from like their first reel or like their first product that they launched to where they're at even a month later has been like super cool and I feel like I'm kind of immersed in this like women-owned small business thing right now on my social media that is so interesting and I love I think algorithms are so fascinating because of like what exactly they pick up on so like even if you like I've also noticed something similar like as I am um saving in like you know engaging with more things that have to do with like photography there's also a similar element there of like a small business owner type like women creating content but it's more so like honed in on like content creators but like I'm curious to see because I've noticed mine uh, evolve like kind of the the content that I'm starting to get more often kind of evolves over time and so I'm interested to see how yours starts evolving so like you're in this kind of like broad category not broad but like this category of like small business owners and like specifically in macrame but then like where does it start taking you like do you start getting into this like very very niche area of like macrame or like where you know to where it starts um influencing like your business and like the products that you're making and stuff like that. That'll be really fascinating. So yeah, I follow a lot of like photographers too. And it's, um, so my thing right now has kind of been like photography and, uh, macrame, like 
women and I keep seeing the same people over and over again, which has been cool because I feel like I'm starting to like get to know them, even though they're not really bloggers or like influencers per se. They just keep coming across my feed, Mm -hmm. um, which is really cool. So yeah, that's, that's kind of what I've been, um, saving and looking, spending a lot of my time looking at also since our, um, sustainable product episode, I've been saving a lot more of those things. So I think I've sent a couple of them to you. Mm -hmm. Um, but just like what to recycle, like how to know what to recycle different ways that you can just basically piggybacking off of our episode, like realistic ways that you can do your part instead of like these crazy, like change your entire life ways. Yeah. And one of them, you, I think you isn't to me, but it was an ad from that product. Um, where, like the cleaning products where basically you just buy the tablets and then you dissolve them in water. Like yeah. I get those ads all the time now too. Like, and I couldn't tell if I'm actually getting more like a higher volume of content that it talk that is talking about like, you know, recycling or sustainability sustainability or anything like that or if it's just I'm picking up on those things now and like it's just kind of be so that's interesting I I might try to pay a little closer attention to that because I had kind of noticed that as well that's like anything with when you put it on your radar like Mm -hmm. they say you notice things like when you buy a new car or something you'll start seeing that car everywhere and like it's not that that car is more popular. It's just on your yeah, radar. Yeah, mm-hmm, exactly. And those, man, th- I think we, yeah, we definitely talked about it in that that episode. Um, but those makeup, like the original makeup remover wipes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, and I had mentioned that I had one. I've had one for like a year that I had never used just because like I wasn't, I don't know, there was something that I didn't really like get about it or like it just didn't seem right to just like use a cloth to like to yeah remove your makeup but I did start using it I really like it. I was telling Mariah that I started using it it's like a it's a tiny one though so I I did I bought more I bought like a pack of seven so the idea is like to have one for every day and then I'll have the one I have for just like extra but I like them my only thing that I don't like is I washed it the first time and everything came out of it. It looked brand new. And then the second time I washed it, it still had like eyeliner and mascara stain and stuff on it, which it's, it's fine. Like it doesn't affect the functionality of it at all. I just, I want it to look clean afterwards. (laughs) Yeah. We were joking that we really like aesthetically pleasing things, even (laughs) if it like, if it impacts the function of of said thing. Like in my bathroom, I really want to have like that clean countertop, like everything Uh put away and organized and like my towels folded nicely. And it's like such a joke, but when it's not (laughs) like that, it bugs me, but it's so not functional to have like a hotel bathroom. It just, it, it just takes so much extra time. It does. It does. Ooh, and you speaking, can't have a man living in your house. <laughs> nope. nope. <laughs> speaking of that, really quickly, this is a little bit off topic, but I went to a networking event yesterday and we talked about balancing um, work, like work and social life and especially being like a small business owner or like an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. how that looks. And one of the comments that somebody made was like, you would be surprised how many people have like 
a nanny or a cleaning person like multiple times a week. And it's just something that people don't talk about, but like, don't compare your messy bathroom countertops to the person next to you. Who's like also running a business Uh. and has like nice aesthetically pleasing things. So it's like, that makes me feel better. Also, I need a cleaning lady. (laughs) Um, yeah, no, yeah, you do. Everyone needs one. It just, it just helps. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) <laughs> but can she get the eyeliner out of your reusable tubes? Ah, man, I don't know. She's a magician, so I bet if I asked her, she could. I was going to say, oh, yeah, I saw it because, um, I, I don't know, I can't remember if we said it at the beginning of this or not, but I got the second COVID vaccine on Thursday, and so, or, yeah, on Thursday, and so all day yesterday I was, like, sick. And so, anyway, I saw um, you talking on your Instagram stories about the – session um and like the event that you guys had and like it went well and I was going to ask you about it and like see if there's anything else that came out of it that was like really helpful or you know insightful um so I think like just being in a room full of women who are like doing badass stuff is just really cool in itself like even if it's kind of content you've heard before you've observed absorbed before in (laughs) other areas Mm -hmm. um it's kind of like not, I don't want to say repetitive in like a negative way. It's just like a little bit repetitive content from like what you and I talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, but being surrounded by like 30 to 40 women who are like doing the same stuff was really cool. Also, they, they like the title of the event was like balancing work and social life and, or like balancing your business and social life. And <laughs> the first thing the like head panelist said when we all sat down was, I hope you guys don't think that we're giving you an answer to this because there isn't one. <laughs> so I was like, oh, that like that kind of I don't know if I love that. But then like, it's so true. Oh, but like yeah. I was hoping for an answer. <laughs> I was hoping for an answer. But- well, I think it's it's so similar to that like flexible like work from home stuff that we've talked about in other episodes like it really does come down to the individual person and like the work style and you know like if you are like a business person like you have to like for you like throwing yourself in like having this project to to grow into like a full-blown business like you've done is exhilarating for you and that is something that's going to like energize you and so you may need to have less of a, this sounds bad, but I don't mean it this way, but have less of that like quote unquote balance between Mm -hmm. like work and social, like your needs are just going to be different. But at the end Mm -hmm. of the day, like if, you know, you're still like a solid like businesswoman and stuff, then it, and like you are happy and sound, then it's all good. Yeah. And that's kind of what we talked about is just like, don't sacrifice your mental health, like Mm -hmm. prioritize something and prioritize, like you're going to have less of a social life. You're going to have to like shorten or like, you know, condense your social circle to some extent because, um, I forget what the person, um, called, oh, she called them like intentional friends. Like you're going to have to find your intentional friends and then, you're kind of going to have, have like leftover friends, which sounds shitty, but it's just true. And that's just something that happens as we grow up anyway. Like you just have these like leftover friends that aren't necessarily like, they're not bad friends. They're just not in your like tight inner circle anymore. And they 
are there like when you want somebody to fun to hang out with and stuff, but like, they're not the first people supporting your business. They're not the first people like understanding why you're busy. Right. And, and that happens probably to a certain extent as we're getting older anyway, it's like a hierarchy of like your, your core people that you can really lean on. And then yeah, everyone else. Right. And then we, um, we just discussed like setting boundaries with your clients and with your customers and like, you know, understanding too, from the other end of that. So like, um, one girl was talking about how she'll get inquiries at like 11 o'clock at night. And she was like, you know, I get, I used to get like frustrated. Like, why do these people just think that I'm available? Like, don't they understand that I'm a person too? Like, I'm not just this business robot like I'm a person Mm -hmm. and then she was like but from their perspective like maybe they're not expecting an immediate response and that's just the time that they came across me and it's okay if I wait 24 hours to respond to them Mm. so that was like good that was good self-awareness because I I'm guilty of like seeing a notification on my phone and feeling like I have to respond to it no matter what I'm doing yeah, that's a big in like the agency like world. That's a big thing about like setting boundaries because like I used to have a client that would send uh, emails like up until like six thirty p.m. Then he would go to like do his workout. Like he was super regimented. So then he would like take it a couple hours off to like go do his workout, and then he would continue to send emails sometimes until like two a.m. and then start back up at like six a.m. I'm not even exaggerating. And it's just, or like if you have account people that are, you know, sending emails at wretched hours, like I, my, on my, the last account that I was working on, I also had a client that would send emails at 5am and like expecting things. Anyway, it's just, it's crazy town. And so there's a certain dance that has to be done in order to like set those boundaries and expectations. I think it's much easier, or I, I guess maybe I'm, I don't really know, but I, there's probably some level of making it easier if you are the person running it though. It's like, you're the, the one man show. So you have more control to say like, thanks, got it. I'll get back to this at a reasonable time. Yeah. Or just, um, like one thing that she said that, um, she's done that really works well for her is like kind of giving people like a one time only, like, sure, I'm available for a call at eight o'clock, but just so you know, like I'm doing this just for you and like making them feel extra VIP, Mm -hmm. but like, so they're not turned off that you're like, Hey, that wasn't a reasonable time. Or like, Hey, I'm busy. Like, don't you realize that I'm just one person, but like you give them that like VIP feeling and Mm -hmm. then, and then they know that like, that's a boundary that's set. Yeah. That Mm -hmm. like, they can't continue to do that. So yeah, that was kind of takeaway from yesterday. It was a, it was a really good event. I really, um, enjoy that Alaska has that like, um, I don't know. Community. Yeah, it is a community. Um, and just like networking, it was cool to see like familiar faces and even the new people that were there were like, you know, I've been wanting to come to one of these for a long time and it's just so great. Like, I feel like I know a lot of all of you already. It was just cool. And you had that really gorgeous um, piece that you made that was used as the backdrop uh, yeah. for like a little photo station, which was, it was really gorgeous. You guys should go check it out. And 
I'm uh, have you posted it in your in feed or is it just in your stories? It's just in my stories, but I'm going to be posting it in feed. Um, one of the photographers took a few pictures of it, so I'm just waiting for those. Ah, okay, yeah. So you guys should go follow her macrame account. It's the naughtiest blonde. Wait, is it the naughtiest blonde or naughtiest yeah. blonde? The the naughtiest blonde. So like K N O T T I E S T blonde. Look at you, you little hype woman. Yeah, I was like, I was like really freaking out about spelling that out because I was like, I'm going to fuck this up. Like there's too many letters. There's too many opportunities for me to get this wrong. <laughs> you did it perfect. <laughs> Flaw- flawless spelling. Uh, uh, okay. Back to our regularly <laughs> scheduled topic. What are you saving? Man, we can't make anything quick to save our lives. We can't. That's okay. <laughs> Even uncaffeinated and sick. I know. This is just my curse as a human. Like, I can't do anything to the point. (laughs) Frick. We're awful Uh, spouses. Ah, well. They knew what they were signing up for. (laughs) Um, Okay, so my thing this week is um, more of a of a genre or <laughs> like a category because again like I can't just make anything simple and <laughs> just say like this is a thing so um, my my thing is pop culture documentaries ooh they're just seems to be a lot of them lately um, mm-hmm. and I and they're just so perfect for me because they're either like a documentary where they're like 90 minutes very attainable for me like I have a really hard time just like sitting down and like watching stuff um, or they're episodic so like a docuseries which is uh, even more ideal for me so I can like have breaks in between um, mm-hmm. but so I was that one of them that just came out that was interesting. I wouldn't say it was like 10 out of 10, like I was on the edge of my seat, but I hadn't been following this other than just like reading headlines. And it's the documentary on Netflix about the college admission scandal. Ooh. Yeah. So like, as far as I knew, I was like, okay, so I just know this has something to do with Aunt Becky from Full House and Mm -hmm. her daughters who um, I think it was around that time or maybe a year before I had just started following one of her daughters um, on, I don't know, Instagram or something. She's super boring. So I think I unfollowed her, but <laughs> she, she like, she was involved with it. Um, of course, the Britney Spears, like Brami, Britney Spears, like we've already talked about on this, um, on this podcast. Also, HBO has a Tina Turner documentary, which is really good. I really knew absolutely nothing about Tina Turner and that is uh, a fantastic documentary. They they talk about, which, I, I mean, do you know anything about Tina Turner? No, and it's so funny because it's, like, uh, one of those big, like, names that I've just always known her name. And, like, you know, I know, like, a few of, like, her big moments, I guess, but, like, knowing nothing about her as a person. Yeah, it's crazy. Like she was married to this guy and he was um, a musician. I believe he played guitar or something. He played some instrument, but he wasn't a singer. And he just was um, like kind of a toxic human. And he got so self-conscious because like, I guess he was really talented and he was writing 
hits for other people or you know like you'd bring people into the band and he would like write hits for them and then they would get really popular and then they would leave and like go do their own thing like so he was just feeling super bitter because he's not getting the credit and like the attention and the fame that came from him now obviously like he wasn't in this documentary so it's hard to say like how much fact is in that blah 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 but whatever then he finds um uh tina and he that first of all that wasn't even her real name he gave her he like made up that name um and yeah and like basically it's like long story short super abusive he was very very controlling it was a really bad, a really bad situation. He was like physically, mentally abusive towards her. She finally gets out once um, she starts getting recognized, like on her own, and uh-huh. uh, so that's and that's kind of like where the Tina that we all know kind of was was born was developed interesting that she kept the name that he gave her well i think it was because that there was so much like brand built into it already that's how Mm. people knew her and so she you know he was um she was like i don't want anything except for that name like bye give me that interesting yeah so yeah so that was really that was really interesting and then it was funny because i Actually, you know what? I could no, I don't think this fits into it. But the next day after watching that, I started watching this show called I think this is what it's called. It's called Worn Stories, like W O R N, like past tense of where Worn yep. Stories. Basically, I just so, watched that too. Oh, did you? Okay, yeah. So yeah. it's really interesting and like such a small concept that is so very cool. But it's basically sto- like this woman is like. You know, basically everyone has an emotional attachment to some article of clothing. We're going to tell those stories. And so they have, um, it's, you know, a series. So there's all these different episodes, different themes, but they have people coming on and talking about their their connections to an article of clothing. Um, one guy was on the show and he was on the plane that Captain Sully had landed in the, I don't know, whatever, in the, in the bay. It. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Um, and so like he has these boots so that, you know, that remind him of that day there's, but one of the episodes was with, I don't know why every time I go to say Tina Turner, I think Tony Braxton first. I don't know why. Anyway, (laughs) Tina Turner's saxophone player was on the show and he was, he was talking, he was talking about his article of clothing was a piece that Tina Turner gave to him. And And it was this, um, I forget what he calls it. It basically it's a leather jock strap and he wore it like on the outside of his clothes. And it was basically his persona that he had when he was on stage. Okay. I did not make it this far. I didn't make it that far in the episode um, or in the series. I just watched like the first episode where they were like kind of going back and forth. Like there was a woman who like really loved vintage. And then there was like some nudists who oh, talked yeah. about like mm-hmm. not wearing clothes and the freedom that that gives. And whew, that's like, that's an episode in itself. Like, wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. I know. Interesting. It, that one, it was interesting. Um, I have had a lot more free time as I've been laying in bed for the last um, 
two days. So that's, <laughs> that's how I've, I've watched the whole thing so far. <laughs> um, this morning, while I was laying in bed and scrolling, um, I found a, it's coming to Amazon. It might already be on Amazon and I don't know what it's called, but it's about Michael Jackson's or sorry, Michael Jordan's <laughs> same thing. <laughs> Close. <laughs> very, very similar stories. <laughs> um, about Michael Jordan's father's unsolved murder. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. So I didn't even know that Michael Jordan's dad, I mean, maybe you had known that for a while because you and Rob were like way more into basketball, but I didn't even know that his dad was murdered. Well, did you watch the, um, the Michael Jordan, like, show uh Mm -hmm. last summer okay so they talked which it was great by the way like even objectively um if you don't care about sports it's super interesting um but they talk about it very lightly in that and i didn't realize there was a whole scandal behind it like of like even as of recently there's like new developments in the case Mm. i don't feel like i know enough off the top of my head to really talk about it but uh, Sinisterhood, the, I've mentioned them before, they're a podcast, it's like a true crime um, slash so, sometimes paranormal podcast. Uh, these two women, very funny, um, it's called Sinisterhood, but they have, uh, I think it's an one episode, it might be like a two-parter, um, but they have a episode on this, which is really interesting. So basically, he was on his way to go to one of Michael's games and he was in this his car that Michael had bought him but he it was like a long road trip and he stopped somewhere and he was like sleeping in his car and the story goes that he was mugged by these guys and like they were able to track these kids down because they made a bunch of calls from his car phone um or something like that. Like somehow they were able to trace it that way. But now there's all this controversy that, uh, oh, and then, oh, and then one of the kids like made a music video or something where he was wearing the watch or like the championship ring or something, like something that was like very notable, very rare that Michael had given his dad. And mm-hmm. so um, anyway, but now there's like, and then his bot, like they couldn't find his body for a while and like, I, or something. I, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't remember the details enough. It's super fascinating though. Yeah. I'm going to check that one out. Yeah. Cause there's new, I think there will probably be, probably be like pretty uh, new updates coming. Cause they're like reevaluating. Like they think like some of the evidence was tampered with and that like the wrong mm-hmm. people were, were arrested for it stuff like that. But yeah, so you should, um, I'll add that to my list as well. And <laughs> while we're talking about sinisterhood, um, the last one that's on my list is um, basically all content that has to do with the royal family. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. So obviously we watched the Oprah interview with Harry and Meghan Markle. Mm-hmm. Then there's a, I'm not all the way through it, but I've started this other documentary that talks about the history of like the Sussex family and like the how they were built into the family that they are today. Like, I guess they have a lot of, especially like back in like world war two, I think like they had 
um, really close like family ties with Russia um, and like Anastasia's family, like Nicholas the Tsar was the cousin of the king of England. And there was like that was causing like turmoil in the UK and stuff because of the obvious, you know, war that was happening. Mm-hmm. Anywho, so I'm like not I'm not even halfway through that one, I think, but that one's I'm that one I'm working through. And then but the other thing is Sinisterhood is currently doing a three part episode on or three part series on Princess Diana, which is so far, they have two episodes out. I listened to the second one on my way to my vaccine appointment, actually, and it's very good. I highly recommend it. It's very interesting. That She's another one where I never really understood the hype around her, like why people, because we were kids, you know, when she died. So I didn't mm-hmm. really understand, like, why is everyone, like, freaking out about a princess or whoever, whatever her title was for a duchess from another country? Yeah. Um, but it's very fascinating. I remember it being so big, but yeah, I don't like, I never remember hearing about her prior to her death or anything. Right. But she's, I mean, it's actually very interesting to see the parallels between what she was experiencing um, mentally and just like around her and mm-hmm. how that reflects upon or like how that is similar to what Meghan Markle has Meghan. explained. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I just saw like a meme recently and it was like, everything we thought we knew about the Royal family is not true. <laughs> it kind of makes sense though. Um, I think especially since I started watching that other documentary, like if you think about it, like their whole family and kingdom was at risk of being like overtaken and just becoming no more. So it was out of like survival and necessity that they built this essentially a machine of a family and an organization. And not that it, it's obviously very, very damaging um, and has a lot of severe repercussions, but I'm sure it's almost this like survival mechanism of being like, no, everyone has to be in line. Like we have to be one unit. Like we can't have, Oh, you want to bring this outsider in? They're a threat. Like they can't be in, in this like armored circle. Yeah. So it's fascinating actually. It really is. And also, but I'm just like, I need to hear from the queen. (laughs) (laughs) Need to hear out of her mouth herself. Yeah. That's the most, that's the most fascinating thing, right? Is she's so like, she's just this figure and you never really hear from her. Yeah, she's just like known and respected and just by like existing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, weird. Um not not that that's like a huge conspiracy theory or anything, but I've been really into conspiracies but surrounding um UFOs. Oh, not, really? <laughs> not like political conspiracies like whatever. I'm over that shit. But um <laughs> but yeah like UFOs like I don't know I've just been like really into I think that I have a little bit more influence um just based off of where I live in that because like Alaska is really into that and there's like a really big military base here like people just kind of discuss it a lot and there's a lot of like weird aircraft in Alaska in general um so yeah like UFOs and aliens have kind of been 
on my radar. Okay, do you think it is some is somehow secretly related to the military base that's there? Like, do you think this is some like secret project of, of theirs rather than aliens? Option A. Or option B, that the aliens or the UFOs are the secret project. Or you just think it, uh, it's just aliens. <laughs> like, um, I guess my question is rooted from there must be a lot of like aircraft in like uh missile testing like a lot of like weird shit that is related to the the um the military yeah the military base that's there and so now i'm like okay if i was an alien would you know that and like would you be like okay this is like a safer area for us to explore because oh. you could, someone could just write it off as like oh, military weird yeah. military behavior yeah, so like did the aliens come to us or did we come to them? Like <laughs> Yeah. Did we draw um, them in? <laughs> you know, I don't know. I I don't have a good answer for that. That is I've never thought of that. Um but it does seem so yeah, so like is there high activity in certain places and then like the military is like, "Hey, let's stick a US or like let's stick an uh, Air Force base there." You know, like in New Mexico. Um how there's like a bunch of military bases around mm-hmm. like Roswell and like everywhere where there's like supposed so many sightings and whatever. Um, like which came first, the chicken or the egg, which came first, <laughs> the military or the aliens. Um, right. <laughs> I, I don't know up here. I would say that like the military base is pretty new. So I would say aliens came first. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like there's, Oh, there's um, a show right now. I think it's on Netflix, but it's called like Aliens in Alaska or something. Um, But it's like a lot of these native villages or like secluded villages that like probably wouldn't access each other. Like they're tiny islands in Alaska and like these old ancient stories and stuff. And like they're telling the same stories about the same things that they've seen. so like that's weird for me and like um you know like I would say traditionally like there's a lot of like um pride in those villages and in those communities and cultures to like tell the truth Mm -hmm. and to me like that speaks that speaks to me more than like you know someone with a video camera saying that they caught something because they're trying to get like tiktok famous <laughs> yeah this, uh, i love following tiktok accounts that are like debunking or like testing different trends to see if they actually work or not <laughs> because you can't trust anything on tiktok you can't trust anything on anything <laughs> i know yeah on the internet you cannot trust anything uh um but yeah so i've been super into that lately and i mean i'm always super into true crime and like paranormal stuff. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of, that's where I'm at. Well, maybe we'll have an update on the next time we do one of these episodes. You'll have an update for us. Yeah, maybe. Maybe I'll have a paranormal update. We haven't done that in a while. I know. There hasn't been any activity in a while. 
Ooh, don't, don't, make it, it. don't make it happen right now. I have too much shit to do today to be freaked out in my own house. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. On that note, guys, we said we were going to make this a short episode. This is technically shorter this than our short for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you are welcome. Hopefully you stayed along for the ride. Um, like always, post your stickers, tag a friend, share us with a friend, whatever. Tag us in your stuff. Let us know what you're doing. Leave us a review. Just All the good love, things. Just love us. Just tell us you love us. Um, feed our egos. <laughs> um, and as always, have a great week. Bye, guys. Bye.